Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? They tell you, believe in me, I'm with the command. Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? And it should concern everybody is that we have the left and then who we think is with President Trump, which is Alex Jones, uniting with them. And that this is globally banned. And, and it's a good thing that they put it out there. I said, you know, what's weird is how is this being globally banned? How is it globally banned? Who can sit there and say that Dynology doesn't have contracts? And they claim that Patrick or I never stated who we work for. I kind of said it was Global Strategies Group that's been around since supposedly 1998. But I could tell you for a fact, it wasn't really established until 2003. So their website is BS. But, you know, they took it down and then put it back up. So whatever, because that's how they work. And so Patrick Berge made it clear who he worked for, you know, made it completely clear. And they said that they didn't, you know, conspiracy theories that um, uh, look at this federal Navy and had been trained in psychological warfare. First of all, the Navy didn't train me in psychological warfare. Right. They didn't. And neither did um, Patrick Berge. He was the guy that did the network to implement psychological warfare. OK, he did the software. So this is like all erroneous anyway of what he wrote. But, you know, it's not like see people aren't watching it. They're all, you know, Alex Jones probably didn't even watch the film because he was talking about posing Roger Stone as a kingpin. Like he put him in a box that he withdrew his appeal uh, be, because of this. Like he totally annihilated Roger Stone with that because I had it all ready for him. All he had to do in the appeal is ask to see how they selected the jury. And it was a home run to destroy every single freaking person in that place. That judge would have no, no bench to sit on. Because they all know how they elect the jurors in D.C. They all know they use the magic wheel and they all know that that magic wheel uses a software of clear force. And see, this is just how powerful clear how powerful they are. Are you listening? This is scary you, because you don't seem to understand clear force. General Jones owns Call of Duty video games. That's how I could see that they were chatting through the video games. I saw it. This is how they operate. He had $100 billion invested in him from, from China. Why the heck are we hiring him in America when the Chinese are investing? These are questions everyone should be asking. But instead, they put the QAnon thing, which I'm totally proud of. What's up? You know, but at the end of the day, false allegations about Mueller investigation. No, it's not false allegations. It was all rubbish. So I just want to say Matthew did a really good job of maintaining. Right. I, I you know, even though I don't agree with what he wrote, I'm going to just say this. Right. And even though he didn't disprove anything, he didn't debunk anything. The bottom line is he did a really really good job because what people like to do is hit pieces and then manufacture things. Like I had some people like throwing out stuff that they invented. So I, so I had troll farms invent things about them and it's like, see how easy it is. That's what an IIA is. You know, people talk smack. Listen, man, I've been up against the attorney general of North Dakota. I filed in court and have handed over to the justice department.
department. Networks of human trafficking from outside of the country utilizing the temporary visas from the State Department. I've done that. It's documented in court. And then he comes at me with all this rubbish, gave my life a colonoscopy, says nine counts, nah, nah, nah. you're in civil court. The judge said, dude, you said these are crimes. Let's go criminal. Oh, no, we don't want to go criminal. Yeah, because all of it is fake. All of it, because I can go and file a case against you and file whatever the heck I want in court. And so, you know, that's going to be seen at the Supreme Court. See, because we already removed the chief justice of the North Dakota Supreme Court. <laughs> so that's where he can't touch. And President Trump made sure that another one was there and we got eyes on everything. So the bottom line here that people need to understand is that you, you need to look beyond all the hits. Like, how are people attacking Millie Weaver, attacking me? Do you know me to attack me? Loser in the basement? No, you don't. Do you know how to read? Can you see what a hit job looks like? I, you know what? Did you know that that attorney general was invited to McCain's funeral? Yeah, that's what's up. Do you know that his cousin is the head of Nickelodeon and she was on Epstein's jet, the Lolita Express that was on my website that they took down. Yeah, I have all their pictures on my website and that's why I'm pissed that it sounds. So hopefully I can recover the data. So these are the people that I'm up against and, you know, I, I don't think people understand the gravity of it. I've been around the block before. I know they can't touch me because they don't know what I have and where I've dropped things because they're still looking for the person that blew the whistle on Benghazi. They're still looking for the person that told that Hillary email is using a private server. They're still looking for them. So they don't know where things are. The bottom line is we have to be careful and we have to be very careful to trust our gut. Do not go into little pockets with bots. Do you know how many Twitter accounts that are old have now started being active? Tons, tons. And all they're doing is attacking Millie, uh, Gavin, who, 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 who was into physics, time travel, and cyberspace. That's how we met, through our math nerdiness. You know, if people actually paid attention to the nuances, they would know. And so many trolls out there, so many trolls out there. But I just wanted to say, USA Today did a great job, great job of being neutral. It, well, they weren't really neutral because they said, no one's trying to remove the president. There's no coup. Yeah, but the Russia hoax was nothing. The fact that they sat down and they talked about how they can annul the elections was nothing. The fact that they talked about, you know, um, making sure that they could delay the inauguration, at least. The fact that they were unmasking General Flynn before the Kislyak call, not a big deal either. Because I brought that up back in 2018, articles on my site, but obviously, my sights down, right? Because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to keep it down on that one. I don't want to throw shade because you know what? I have to understand that some people just stand for nothing. They fall for everything. Yeah. So I got to, I got to keep it like, mm, mm. so that's the way it is. That's the way it is. And, and you know what? Come at me. What are you going to tell me? You're going to tell me who I am. Don't care. The bottom line is look at the work. Every single thing in there we made sure was public record. Everything in there. I've, I, have, I have idiots that are trying to make fame on themselves. I've been here. I've been around the block. And I've been in the trenches fighting. And not only that, me, separate to what I've been doing on exposing them, filing things, you know, ever since I, ever since I could and where I could without compromising anything, right? I've been working hard, but on the other hand, I also have a private life that went 
berserk last year and I'm still recovering. So, you know, everybody has their own, but look at what is happening. Look at the war globally banned. That's all you have to know. The film is globally banned, not, not just in the U S globally banned, globally banned. Yeah. Okay. Listen, troll. Nobody said anything like that. That's on a website that you can manufacture. So, you know, this is, I shouldn't do this. I'm not going to respond. Woosha. Right. Because I get really, really upset and I have to remember I created these psyops. So, well, in a sense, so I got to remember that they're all psyops and I got to stop. And unfortunately they drag in real people that don't have the ability to think critical thinking. Right. So when people don't have critical thinking and the ability to discern fact from fiction because you have been in a lull of being mesmerized, I can't blame you. And I can't be angry at you either. That's the problem. So uh, here we are at a point where we have a coup, right? We have an active coup. They're trying to steal the elections. It's, It's a coup, period. But what they can't do is stop what's coming. The post office, that's their last attempt for coup because you know what? Right now, we have Laura Loomer that won, told you she was going to run, told you she was going to win. Not only did she win, she won by a landslide. And you know, any other, t- any other tool that picks someone else is wrong. Congress is about to get a facelift. We had another winner in Congress in Florida. Again, facelift. That's the way it is because we're in control. They're not. And you know what? For those of you that went into that troll area and you were like, oh, my God, look at the stuff. Okay, pay attention. Think for yourself. Don't sit there and just open your mouth and just just give me all the food of information. No, do your work. This is your country, man. Get up and work for it. Every damn soldier out there, every damn sailor, every damn airman is working 24-7 for you. At least have the respect to say, I'm going to work as hard to make sure that my nation is perfect too. Do your homework. Pay attention. Right now, we're in the middle of this revolution. Like, really, this is a revolution. We have a general that they put in a box, they blackmailed, they framed, and you think they're not going to do it to an average citizen? We had FBI, CIA, and where's the CIA? So Klein Smith changed this information. Well, the CIA knew that he was an asset of the CIA. Why is nobody asking the clowns? Why is nobody going to the clown agency and saying, hold on a second, who did this? Who sent this? Why weren't we alerted? How the heck did the FISA court not have it? This is all too curious and obscure. This is where you need to focus. They're throwing sand in your eyes, dust in your eyes, and they're mesmerizing you with little things while we have one man between them and us and he's, and, and nobody's doing it. You need to rise up. You need to band together. You shouldn't just sit there. This, this, this video, this documentary gave you the blueprint of what they're doing and what you see out now. I mean, the, 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 the response that we got from the video proves the video. Do you see what I'm saying? The response from the video proves the video because it isn't even the left coming at us. It's the fake personas on the right. Look at it. That's the thing. Because I, I, I sat there, I was very professional. I, I, <laughs> I didn't want to respond and say anything wrong, but man, where the heck did they come up with Roger Stone's, the Kingpin from this video? Patrick Berge was 
perfect with him. I was. Here they are glorifying Snowden. Snowden's a traitor. He did his job. And then he thought, holy crap, they're going to take me out. Let me go. And then he's like, all right, I'll do another job now that I'm out. It was an IIA. He was unknowingly part of a PSYOP. He didn't even know. He did his job and then realized that he was compromised and he was hijacked. He's he's not a good guy. I don't care what anybody says. Why were you in China giving him stuff, Edward? That's the bottom line. Everyone's like, Russia, Russia. How do you know he was in Russia? I could tell you that I got eyes that told me that he was in Hong Kong and China. There's pictures. There's tons of pictures. So that's the thing. That video tells you who's in control. It's the damn generals. And for this is why everyone is silent. You guys need to get together. You guys need to bond together. And you need to <laughs> unite. Because if you don't unite, that's it. Don't complain then when you're in a communist nation. Don't complain when they take your guns. Don't complain when they come and drag you out of your house by the hair. Don't complain when you're going to speak another language because they said so. Don't complain when they tell you that you can't have so many kids. Don't complain when you are no longer free because you sat on the sidelines. There is a plan, but that plan includes you. And so that is how it goes. President Trump commuted his sentence so that he can file an appeal and annihilate them. And for some reason, Roger Stone pulled his appeal. It could be money, but it could be pressure from General Jones. You don't know what they threaten you with. These people are nuts. Nuts. This is war. This is what Andy Breitbart was talking about years and years ago when he got with me. He cozied up to me at a conference. It was a FEMA conference. He cozied up to me. He's like, and I was eating oysters. <laughs> I was eating my favorite oysters at Drago's in uh, Louisiana. And he sat next to me <laughs> and he's like, so what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm just, I'm eating. Uh, you know, we were at the bar. So he, he, you know, there he is with his hair. And he was like, you don't look like the, the rest of them here. And I was like, what do you mean? He knew exactly what kind of conference it was. He just was like, mm. and so we got talking and he was like, you know, this and, and me and him were friends. I made sure never to compromise him, never to give him classified information that I may be privy to never, ever. And I would never, ever risk national security bottom line. But this is what he meant by this is war. You are being fought on every front. Every single freaking persona out there. Th listen, let me tell you how this stuff works. The minute you put a tweet out, Trump 2020, you get all these wave things and all these stupid little Twitter accounts that come, ooh, Cheeto, ooh, this. Which, by the way, it's pretty impressive. I mean, I don't know. Is he like, is he really tanning or is it, I mean, you know, whatever floats anybody's boat. I like it though. Anyway, you get all these responses. And then when you respond to the troll, the troll learns from you. This is how Alice works and responds to that. And then it goes on and on and it's trolly, right? And then more come in. So then the program asks for another 10 to dogpile. This is how it works. So for anyone that has come in, you know, on my feeds and started trolling and you're a real person, I'm sorry that you couldn't see. I can't, I, you can only take a horse to the water. You can't force it to drink. That's the way it is. So, hmm.
so right now what I'm, what I'm noticing, it's been a few days. Millie just got out of jail. She, you know, Infowars has disowned her. They even changed the date on the video on their website to July 15th. Like go see it. I, I tweeted out uh, July 15th. So it can be buried. So people don't watch it anymore. This is Alex Jones who claims that, uh, you know, freedom of speech. Now I loved Alex Jones. And I always have faith in every single person because he is a good person. I really believe that every single person is good. There's always room for redemptions for those that aren't too. But listen, I've said this. Everybody tells you who they are. And in the end, people show you exactly what side they sit on. I had someone that was a really close friend of mine. I couldn't believe it. So backhanded because it's called self-preservation. And I've always said this, this is why I don't like people because self-preservation is the ugliest quality people have. And at a time of war, you're the one I'm going to throw first. When the zombies come running, I'm going to put a foot so you can fall down. That's the type of people they are. They're the ones that think about themselves and not others. And that hurts because they stand for nothing. So we've seen that Millie's upset about it. I'm upset about it, you know, and what can we do? Because that's where you see you sink your own ship and whoever jumps first, you know where they stand. And so here we have globally banned. You guys, it's globally banned. It's not like, you know, just, you know, in the U S or on Twitter, on it's globally banned globally. And you know, this woman comes out of jail for charges that are pretty much probably going to be dropped. They weren't even real. That's the thing. They were all manufactured. It was like they were sitting on it and then they're saying they planned it. And it's like, oh my gosh, do you really think that? Like, so I have litigation with the AG for three years. Listen, right? Three years, right? This judge has been sitting on this for forever. And on Friday, without notice, on the day we dropped the video, he's like, oh, yeah. So since you can't provide information to the attorney general because I don't have it, right? He Because, you know, I give him information no matter what I give him. He's not happy. He's like, I want more. And it's like, no. Oh, not only that, I wasn't even allowed to depose him. So this is why he said it has to go to the Supreme Court. He filed so much fake manufactured things in there. But, you know, you could do that in civil court because I wouldn't stand a leg on criminal court. And I'm going to come for him later because I got bigger fish to fry right now. Bigger fish. I think other people are on it. So that's the way it is. That is that is exactly the way it is. They come at you at any time. So let me tell you what happened on Friday. Millie gets arrested, right? Her power gets cut. So there were no connections, but it was only like I think it was like pulsating cut. They, th this case that I've been on for like three years almost suddenly decides to end abruptly, right? So there could be like, you know, oh, look, we got that. You got nothing. It's civil court and you don't even, you don't even know what you want. You don't even know what you want. Yeah, I want remedies. For what? Who lost anything? You're just saying it. There's no victim, no, no loss. And you're just saying stuff and you're throwing thousands of papers of manufactured and actual information. So all of this is happening. Then Alex Jones is distancing himself. Like all this crazy stuff happens at the same time. The president's brother gets sick. Like, come on, man. Like, okay, how many times is it going to be a coincidence? Still, it's not a coincidence. Let's just be honest. And then it gets banned. But then it's like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. How is it a conspiracy theory? When exactly what the video says happens, you did. Shadownet is real. Their websites are open in there. They're telling you what they do. 
LA Times, what is it, San Francisco Gate, wrote about McChrystal's hijack and using Maine one, what is it, One Street Maine, some Dem company, to, to hack the elections in Alabama by using troll bots and psychological warfare. Like, what the heck, dude? How the heck is this fake? They're hijacking you so you can't see. Twitter banning is no big deal. It's the bots that are like, follow back, follow back, and all these retweets. They're hijacking every facet of your life. And no matter how many times something, someone says something that's true, you wouldn't know truth even if it hit you in the face like a big fat boulder. You wouldn't have any idea what it looks like. So this whole weekend has been bizarre, but it has been evidence of exactly what that video talked about. And I urge you to rewatch it. I urge you to analyze it. I urge you to go to those websites and see it. Why don't you pull the news? I mean, I can't believe that they said that my show is a conspiracy theory show. Guys, uh, 2018, I said, I, I, I talked about things that are happening now. I am, I have put light on, I, you know what? That's it. It's because I'm not on general Jones payroll and that's fine. And these people have to do their job because it's self-preservation. And I said it again, I know I've said it and I'll say it again. The bottom line is self-preservation is a quality that is horrible, horrible. And people have envy too, because you know what people that want to do good, but they can't, right? They can't. They can't because they feel, oh, I need to make sure that I'm safe, right? Those people hate you even more. So the people that believe in liberty and freedom but aren't doing anything hate you even more because you're doing it and you have the balls. Yes, sir. I have your balls in my purse. That's the way it goes. People sit there and they don't seem to understand that all of us can contribute. Millie has big cojones. The report she's put out, look at all the stuff she's put out. And then, you know, months down the line, people are reporting about it and they hang her out to dry. They don't talk to her. And you know what? I've spoken with reporters overseas who contacted me like, whoa, this is like, why is everyone so freaking out? Like, why did everybody freak out? Like, what happened? What is going on? Why, why is this response happening? They don't know why such a perfect report is having such a bad response. It's insane. It's completely insane. But it's expected because that's the way they operate. And I wanted you guys to, to understand that um, because it's, it is time that you guys you know, wake up. Yes, it is banned. See, I have someone saying it's not banned. Yes, it's banned. You're not allowed to have it on YouTube. They take it down. You're not allowed to share it on Twitter. They'll take it down. You're not allowed to have it on Facebook. They'll take it down. You can't have it on Periscope. They'll take it down. So yes, it is banned. It is banned. So see, when trolls come in and they say things like this, it's usually people popping in that don't know what they're doing, don't know what they're saying, or they're just coming in. Roger Stone has fought so hard for this country, and he just got screwed by Alex Jones with the way out. Because Bergie didn't say he was kingpin. Roger Stone said, you know, what he's saying is pretty credible. It's pretty good. So why would Alex Jones screw his own friend? He screwed Roger Stone. He's sitting there saying how he's his best friend which means someone's on payroll. Someone is on somebody's payroll. And if there's payroll, there are receipts. Okay, so 
let me um, let me play a clip that was from this YouTube channel that I was like, okay, it's just a random YouTube channel, but this is just a simple guy doing his analysis of the video. And he didn't do much of an analysis, but what he said was pretty incredible, and I thought I would share it with you. It's two minutes. Alex Jones has now gone against the documentary. Yeah, Alex Jones has basically said no. Roger Stone is good, so the documentary's main premise has to be false. He has tried to separate himself from Millie, and also has tried to question some other people in her orbit that showed up, that maybe they aren't uh, to be trusted. Which is pretty funny. It's pretty funny that Alex Jones is already spitting away from her. Now, she has not made many updates. She said, thank you for the support. I appreciate everything that was done to me, helping regain my freedom and my children. I don't believe there's much more after that. No, not really. Just a retweet of this, claiming that YouTube removals are tampering with testimony, which isn't true. Um, but yeah, essentially, she's trying to go dark tonight, and CPS does appear to be investigating if she should be allowed to be around her children. Uh, this... Tory has been mentioned by Alex Jones and a few others where they don't really trust them and maybe they're deep state. Um, they're at Millie's. Uh, now, of course, you might be wondering, well, who is uh, supporting this stuff? Well, if you go on YouTube, not many people are even talking about this whole thing. Like, it's not a big thing on YouTube after the videos got removed, uh, which thankfully YouTube is still, you know, starting to take a lot more action about it. And if we search this you'll see that uh, it still does not come up under latest and people have been getting warnings and i guess temp bans for spreading it so twitter's taking some action now people that are spreading it on youtube would be people like this has an entire channel dedicated to getting you scared to then buy his food supply um is that really shocking to anyone it shouldn't be shocking to anyone um and then of course this one caught my eye because he obviously watched my video because he used the thumbnail I used, which is pretty funny. Uh, basically says that the church needs to get involved and somehow this is now a religion thing. I, I, everyone's got a different direction this is supposed to go. We have this person going religion. We have this person going doomsday and we have this person going it's all fake. So it's kind of Kind of funny, and uh, Alex Jones kind of questions whether Millie's even going to be involved with InfoWars in the future, so uh, might not uh, be relevant much longer. Let's put it that way. So, okay, so what he was showing is Millie Weaver's father, Pastor Weaver, who was asking for prayer. So now, that's the thing. Okay, isn't it weird that aren't we supposed to be against censorship? So that's right. So even Red State Radio, because of the video, said, mm, mm And I know, you know, it's it's okay, because I made Red State Radio um, my, my time slot, what it is. I love doing radio, and I could do whatever I want. I don't need a label. It's just... It was it was crazy because they had this whole campaign about no censorship and this is censorship. And not only that, the right is the one that says, you know, even Alex Jones and everybody on the right says cancel culture is bad. But here they are canceling Millie. 
right? Canceling Tory. You know, what, what do you mean you're canceling? And, and here's another thing. The whole troll farm, the same troll farm that was deployed, same troll farm is actually linked to someone within InfoWars. And they were responsible for bullying Isaac Cappy, where they had driven him to a point. He didn't commit suicide. I'm pretty sure he was killed, but he was very depressed at the end. Same troll farm. And I don't understand why people even give the time of day to disgusting individuals that dogpile on people. Like, where's the humanity? We have to, you know, I, I, I've said it many times. I have faith in humanity. I always have faith for redemption. I always see the good in people first. But this was incredible. I've never seen something like this before. So many attacks, people going places that they shouldn't be going. Children are always off limits. And it's disgusting. And those people need to be hung by their toes in gallows forever. Because that is the problem with our society. That we are allowing people to silence others because it doesn't suit them. Because they're making money. And I'll tell you what. The video itself demonstrated to you how they took things that are created for the United States of America for weapons, right? They were These are weapons that they're using on you. The weapons that you saw deploy are all weapons that, they, that we've used on enemies. So there's a, there's a conspiracy to defraud the United States. And how does that mean? Does it mean defraud money? Does it mean defraud the people? It means everything. So there's like defraud. So just for the sauce of it, when, they, when people cheat the government right? Out of money or property. So how's this? How's like General Jones cheating the government, right? Out of property, like, I don't know, psychological weapons or, you know, or I don't know, data, right? And selling it to foreigners. That's cheating the government out of money and property, right? They're cheating you out of money and property because you have to know that the money that they've used to create, to create these things have gone to contractors. And I've explained the contractor situation. You've got one contracting company that's billing the Department of Justice 40 million. They hold on to 25 million. They pay the next company 15 million. And then the next company 5 million. And in the end, they pay a million to the real company that's doing the job. That's called fraud. And it happens every single day. Another thing is they interfere or obstruct legitimate government activity. So who interfered or obstructed legitimate government activity? They all did. Kind of like picking a jury. That's a government activity. So when you use software in order to select a jury pool so that you can frame Roger Stone and get yourself a guilty verdict, this is one of many examples I can bring up that have happened between 2014 and now. Here it is. What else have they done? Legitimate government activity. Tons. You could probably come up. And then the third one in this clause is wrongful use of government instrumentality. That means the bodies of government, the tools we have as a government. This video just showed you that there is a conspiracy to defraud the United States. And you're the one being defrauded. They've defrauded you. That's the way it is. And I loved Alex Jones. I've always said I'd be like a great handler for him, right? 
But unfortunately, he's surrounded by people that are insane. Like his guy, Michael Zimmerman, who's like, who still has eggshells from his mom. You know, he's, he's, he's still got diapers on. He's a little kid. He runs his whole IT department and he buries the video as if the full video was deployed on July 15th. How do you do that? You can't do that. That's wrong. That's censorship. Even though it's still on there and you've got 2 million views and none of your videos. You know, this guy was telling you guys massive truths and he died. He was killed for that. And, and there's people that actually entertain that basement dweller. Man, huh. well, he's going to be getting knocked soon. But the bottom line here, and this is why I came out, was to explain to you just how important this is. Just how important this war is. Because... I don't think people understand it. And today we actually had a victory and I am so excited that my friend won and I knew that she was going to win. And I want you guys to see it with me because I am so proud of her. She worked really hard. Everybody hated her and her friends. None of them are there for her. None of them were there for her. They all ignored her when she was banned. They didn't call her. They mocked her. They called her a terrorist. They called her a Zionist or Mossad or anything. This woman, all she wants to do is change America. And she won. And that's what's up. And you know what else? Now she's a candidate. So Jack Dorsey's got to let her be on Twitter and she's going to come in slamming. And that's the way it, it has to be. It's got to be women that, that, that have big mouths. No, where are the men? Yeah. They're all getting too much soy because we don't have real men anymore. Men that will stand up for the United States, men that will stand up for what's right. Here we have women like Michelle Malikin, Chanel putting out questions, you know, with cojones, Laura Loomer, Millie Weaver, like where are the men? I want to see the men, but name me a man that has changed anything because right now the whole world has banned of a, a movie that was created because it just rocked the whole world and exposed everything they do and showed you the hierarchy. Again, I say it about the anonymous op-ed in the New York Times because it's freaking treason. That's why. They don't want to talk about it. They just pretend it doesn't exist. They don't want to touch it. And nobody wanted to touch it. Here's my girl. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> wow. <laughs> what an amazing night. This is just absolutely astonishing. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. I am truly overwhelmed. I am truly touched. Thank you, Roger, for that incredible introduction. Roger Stone has been subjected to hell on earth at the hands of the corrupt Democrat deep state, but somehow he has always been there for me. That's the true measure of a man's character, his selflessness under pressure. So thank you, Roger. I love you. So I just got a phone call an hour before the polls closed from a Washington DC area code. 
And, you know, I almost didn't take the call because I figured, you know, it's probably just one of those NRCC robocalls asking me for money. But something told me to answer the call. It was Ronna McDaniel, chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, and she was calling to acknowledge the extraordinary success of our campaign so far. She said, everybody in D.C. is watching us tonight. And she graciously called me a political rock star. And a change agent for the Republican Party. She told me that she's looking forward to meeting me. Incredible, right? For much of my life, before running for public office, I was a lone wolf. Traveling the country wherever the threat was, armed with only a mobile phone, my pink selfie stick, and my voice exposing elected officials, hypocritical Hollywood celebrity left-wing activists, corrupt public servants, and organizations that are wolves posing in sheep's clothing. It was an unfortunate but necessary proprietary tactic that I created in order to cut through the blatant and intentional lies and deception being perpetuated against the American people and orchestrated by sinister bad actors. We couldn't rely on the mainstream media or globalist-leaning politicians to tell the truth. In fact, they were, and they continue, to be part of the problem. I was so effective that my, my technique came to be known as getting loomered, an expression now in common usage. And I'm proud to have led the charge to an hold expression accountable. Now in fact, I created my brand around it, and one could argue that I was pretty darn successful at it. Maybe just a little too successful. Just ask big tech and the people driving the cancel culture movement. However, to succeed in running for Congress, a new kind of success for me requires very different tactics. It also requires building a tremendously good team of people and support systems. I know this isn't a lone wolf operation any longer. I can no longer do it alone. So it's important that I pay tribute tonight to some of the people who encouraged me to run for office, who believe in my candidacy, and who now make up my core campaign team. I wouldn't be here tonight without Karen Giorno. I love you, Karen. And I really do love her. You know, I, I really have grown so close to Karen, and uh, we talk every single day, and a little too much every single day. <laughs> the first person I speak to in the morning, the last person I speak to before going to bed. <laughs> Karen is not only my chief strategist, senior political advisor, and a mentor to me, but she's also my greatest friend and ally. Karen is best known as Donald Trump's secret weapon in the 2016 election. She locked in Florida for candidate Donald J. Trump after winning 66 out of 67 counties and beating 15 other candidates, which arguably paved the way for Donald Trump to become the Republican presidential nominee. Trump loves Karen, and he's called her his killer. He even promoted Karen to his top team at Trump Tower to lead his national voter engagement efforts to ensure the same tactics she applied to in Florida were utilized in every single swing state. And now, she's mine.
now Karen is my killer. And I couldn't be more honored or grateful to have her overseeing my campaign and our efforts to flip District 21 red. I must also thank my campaign staff, a dedicated army of tireless warriors, including Nivia Lucero, Jody Schwartz, Christina Minna, Shane Corey, Michael Land, LJ Foley, Bill Lima, Linda Stock, Julie Reichwein, Bill Lichter, and Heidi Martinez. Give a round of applause. And there are so, so many of you who make up our grassroots volunteer army. I wish I could name each and every individual on that list, but if I did, this speech would be about two hours long because just look, there's so many of you. But I want each and every one of you to know how incredibly thankful and grateful I am for your hard work and your selfless dedication. You are the backbone of my campaign, and I hope you know how much I love all of you. I also need to thank Steve Alembic, Bill Diamond, Mark Goldman, Cherna Moskowitz and her family, Gay Gaines, Eric Javits, Joe Korf, Dr. Bob Schillman, Lewis Topper, Rob Barrett, and Rob Plachey. I'd also like to thank Meredith O'Rourke. Uh, we have a special guest in the audience tonight, Sid Dinerstein. Uh, the former party chairman. I'd like to uh, thank Sid for his support and uh, as well as national committee, committee man, Peter Feynman. Thank you. Here tonight, we are also lucky to have the president's official sketch artist, Keith Tomchuk, who has flown in to be with us all the way from Las Vegas. As you can see, we're on an amazing journey together, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why this victory tonight isn't just mine to celebrate. It belongs to every one of you in this room. Some who couldn't make it here tonight and all those who believe in saving our precious republic. Each of you has in some way contributed to this historic occasion and I truly want to thank you for that. Give yourself a round of applause. I've also been blessed to receive the endorsements of conservative luminaries such as Judge Jeanine Pirro, Pete Hegseth, Michelle Balkin, Bo Snardley, and Congressman Matt Gates and Paul Gosar. I've also been endorsed by RPOF Chairman Joe Gruders. I'm grateful for their kind words, their wise counsel, and their confidence in me. I also want to acknowledge our Gold Star family members who are in the audience this evening. Nothing humbles me like support from the loved ones of our fallen service members, heroes who gave their lives and supported the freedoms that we all hold so dear. They are freedoms which, with your help in my own way, I'm dedicating my life tonight to fighting to protect.
Over the past year, Karen and I have carefully assembled an elite lineup of campaign staff and battle-tested grassroots volunteers, and we customized a campaign infrastructure that will sustain the weight of the task ahead of us. To remove a political elitist who has been in office for over 30 years and is committed to fundamentally changing the United States of America to resemble Venezuela, China, or Cuba. I'm going to need all of you to win in November. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'm the youngest first time Jewish Republican female candidate running for Congress in United States history. And when I win my race in November, I'll be the youngest woman ever elected to the United States Congress. We're also here celebrating our victory in President Trump and Melania Trump's home district. When elected, I will not only become your Congresswoman, but I will also become the sitting president of the United States Congresswoman. This is a sacred honor and a civic duty that I take very seriously. On top of all of that, tonight it just so happens to be the 100th anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment, which granted women in the United States the right to vote. Today, President Trump pardoned Susan B. Anthony, proving what I've always believed, which is that well-behaved women never make history. And that quite often you don't get credit until you're dead. So yes, indeed, uh, it's worth noting and remembering that we are truly making history tonight. In the aftermath of 9-11, I was compelled to speak out against radical Islamic terrorism. And because I had the audacity to use my voice and my growing conservative brand, I was banned from pretty much every social media platform demonized and my reputation was sullied. When this happened, I contacted the mainstream media and members of Congress, including my own representative, Lois Frankel. I asked Lois Frankel for help. I was extremely persistent, as you can imagine. <laughs> but unfortunately, I never received a call back or an acknowledgement or even a courtesy reply. That's when it hit me. At that point, I already was a well-known investigative journalist, and I had the phone numbers of some of the most powerful people in politics and media in this country, yet I couldn't get any assistance. So I asked myself one day, what on earth would the everyday average American, the everyday Floridian do if the same exact thing happened to them? And that's when I realized that if I wanted to see change, I would have to create that change. And so, to put my money where my mouth is, I'm running for Congress. It's a little emotional. <laughs> Thank you. I love you guys too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. So you see, I started out on this epic journey thanks to a battle initiated by the social media tech tyrants, the globalists, and the Washington swamp creatures who never the status quo or question their methodical and deliberate motives to fundamentally shift America to the far left. Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah. This battle was reelected, but thanks to Donald Trump and those of us who rallied behind the Trump MAGA doctrine, the curtain has been pulled wide open on these people. This battle, folks, is the first of many because we are in a war. It is a war between those of us who believe in free expression, the right of every American to share his or her views, whatever they may be, and the forces of far-left progressivism in the Democrat Party and Silicon Valley who want to win by censoring and intimidating the rest of us into silence. You know, they really thought that they could silence me by taking away my social media, suffocating my voice, and denying me access to essential goods and services. They almost did. <laughs> but there was always something nagging at me, insisting at me, something in the back of my head telling me that I had to do something about the threats to free speech in this country. That was my motivation for running for office, because if they can do it to me, they can do it to you. And they are. They're already doing it. They're already doing it to you. They're even doing it to the president of the United States of America. I've got to stop them. Corporate America doesn't care. Political elites don't care. The media doesn't care. But guess what? The American people care, and so do I. week, perhaps you heard, even the telecoms industry jumped into the war in fighting alongside the big tech tyrants. After raising over a million dollars over a year ago on August 2nd, while being deplatformed on social, decided 72 hours before our primary to flag and ban my fundraising text messages that were simply endorsing my announcements from Roger Stone and Matt Gates. Everyone we sent a text to who uses Xfinity Comcast received a warning about my message that it was dangerous content. How ridiculous. <laughs> Faced with a tide of negative press coverage, Comcast is now claiming it was all just a technical glitch. Just a glitch. But, but rest assured, rest assured, they said that they will investigate it so it doesn't happen again. But you know, the damage has already been done. I guess it's just a coincidence. I guess it's just a coincidence that Comcast has donated to my opponent, Lois Frankel's campaign for four cycles in a row. You know, and I, I guess it's just another coincidence that Lois Frankel owns stock in Comcast. Oh, so many coincidences. You know, and I guess it's just another one of those little pesky coincidences that the regional office for Comcast is located right here in West Palm Beach, where I just happen to be running for Congress. Just a coincidence. Am I crazy? 
for thinking that this is just another example of electoral interference from woke big business. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the CEO of Comcast, he was the first executive to throw a mega fundraiser for Joe Biden. Yeah. So many coincidences, so many glitches. <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Is that a glitch? <laughs> Look, these people are not going to stop until we beat them back for good with warriors in Congress who know how to fight and how to win. And I'm one of those warriors. Without the First Amendment, none of the other issues matters. The purpose of censorship from the media, big tech, and all the other Democrat institutions in this country is to restrict the scope of allowable discussion to a tiny battlefield in which only the left can win. We can't let them. Free Take that away, and our country will no longer be the America that sent a man into space or which has produced economic, cultural... Without free speech, there is no United States of America. In genuinity and American exception. Free speech has been the engine of Western civilization. Free speech is what makes the American dream possible. And this really, this is the They said that this was impossible. They said I couldn't win. We're glorifying it. I do not condone these things. Today. Violence has never been the way we solve disagreements in America, at least not until recently. In countries where people can't express themselves, they pick up weapons to get their points across instead. <laughs> at the root of so much of the deep dysfunction in our nation today is the damage done to free expression by authoritarianism from the progressive left in media, academia, and Silicon Valley. So much damage. Our nation was founded on individual rights and liberties bestowed upon us by our creator, not by our government or any elected official or any unelected public health officer. Talking about you, Fauci. <laughs> California tech executives, am I right? My fear for America today is that the age of reason and truth and logic is being pushed aside for tyrannical purposes by power-hungry autocrats from the political left. They are trying to unwrite the Constitution. They are trying to destroy the Constitution and undermine our republic. The question we have to ask ourselves is this. Is America, the great experiment, over? The forces of darkness would like you to think so. But you and I, we're going to prove them wrong. So I hope you're ready for the fight. Because I can't do this without you. Recently on his podcast, Senator Ted Cruz acknowledged that big tech censorship is the biggest threat to American democracy today. He's right. 
And, you know, it's really nice to hear the boys in the Republican Party finally catching up with what I've been saying for years. Many of you are entrepreneurs and business owners, but thanks to coronavirus, much of your business is now migrating online. Losing your company could easily throw your families into a financial crisis. By violating your First Amendment freedoms, Big Tech is toying not only with your reputations, but with your livelihoods too. Getting banned by Twitter and Facebook isn't just an inconvenience. It could mean the difference between life and death. During the Chinese coronavirus pandemic, it's on Twitter, where the president, our local sheriff's office, Governor Ron DeSantis, and other authorities shared information and advice. I think that Senator Cruz needs friends in Congress who agree with him and who know how to bring the fight to Silicon Valley's doorstep. For decades now, powerful multinational technology companies have been in the business of designing products that insinuate their way into your most intimate feelings and relationships, and then they never let you go. Right up until they ban you for having the wrong political opinions, of course. Tonight, I am asking you to help me ensure that no American need ever fear censorship again just for holding the wrong views. And to those of you who are already banned, I will be your voice in Congress and I will fight for you. I want to tell you that I won't just fight in Washington on issues of national or personal importance. It's not all about free speech and big tech for me. I'm also committed to local issues that concern Floridians. We live here. So we already know that Palm Beach is a magical place in Florida, the most beautiful state in the union. It's not like the rest of the world. Most of our nation's biggest cities are mismanaged by Democrat mayors, overseen by Democrat governors. So they're dangerous and dirty, with taxes squandered on silly woke initiatives instead of law and order and decent public services. Here, where we live in Palm Beach County, it isn't like that. We have a proper feeling of community here. When I take a morning walk along the beach, I know the faces that are smiling and waving at me. The local deputies know my name and the names of hundreds of other residents here. People here treat each other with respect. We raise our kids right. Where we live, it's a little glimpse into how the world used to be when it was a kinder, happier place. This sense of place is something that the rest of the world has lost. But here in Florida's 21st district, we still have it. And we've got to cherish it. And we have got to hold on to it. That means putting a stop to uncontrolled mass immigration that is rapidly changing America's demographic and electoral makeup. And, and always in the Democrats' favor, right? Imagine how that works. So I support President Trump in calling for an end to illegal immigration. Unfortunately, one thing we don't have any longer here in Palm Beach County is effective representation. My opponent, Lois Frankel, has spent her entire life in politics. She is a three-decade career politician, a failed career politician. But recently, 
She has performed a cynical hard left turn in order to become a mentor to the squad. At the same time, Lois Frankel is bought and paid for by special interests in Washington. The people of this district are no longer represented by Lois Frankel at all, but instead by Nancy Pelosi and Silicon Valley. Just as big tech outsources jobs to foreign workers, Lois Frankel outsources her vote to Nancy Pelosi, proxy voting whichever way the Democrat machine tells her to do. Under the guise of COVID-19, Frankel is helping to enforce draconian restrictions on your freedoms that would even raise eyebrows in Cuba. At the behest of a party whose ideology has surged leftward into a synchronicity with Marxist jihadists from Black Lives Matter, George Soros, radical globalist agendas, and Antifa. COVID-19 <laughs> Hey, you know what? I, I told you that I, that I will fight for your voice and you will never be silenced here. So, you know, this is free speech in America, the greatest country in the world, right? <laughs> it's what makes us great. Under the guise of COVID-19, COVID has made our life very stressful, complicated, and confusing for American citizens. But we have a responsibility to look ahead to how life will be when things return to normal and the sort of changes that we want to make in the people who represent us. As I crisscross the district and I listen to everyday Americans talking about how COVID is affecting their lives and how these restrictions have crippled their jobs and impacted their families, Lois Frankel stays home more concerned with demonizing our police and praising rioters, looters, vandals, and thieves. She would rather your business be shut down and give violent lawlessness a platform than for you to be able to pay your bills, send your kids to school, and enjoy your community parks. I really hate that you guys had to wear masks to get into the room tonight. Because we're rebels. Because we're fighters. And when your mouth is covered, you can't speak freely. <laughs> Wearing a mask is uncomfortable, it's alienating, and it's even bad for your health, let's be honest. Lois Frankel does not work for the American people, nor the voters of District 21. And as her long career winds to a close, my opponent is showing signs of fatigue. At just the time, we need a renewed sense of energy and purpose. She is absent at just the moment we most need an advocate. She is aloof, just as we crave someone who will roll up their sleeves and get to work. She shows moral indifference when we need someone who is dedicated and hands-on. <laughs> oh, yes, she did. <laughs> Last year, Lois Frankel voted to impeach President Trump on the basis of the most flimsy, preposterous, and partisan articles of impeachment that have ever been issued against a duly elected president. It was another sign to us that Frankel is a creature of the swamp who has lost sight of her constituents' needs and its time is spent, of course, serving as one of Nancy Pelosi's most loyal and trusted lieutenants. Frankel might just saw Lois Frankel in our own district, 
It's why she's called Lazy Lois. When Donald Trump was committing federal aid, where to be found nationally, it will From all the way here, down here in Florida, we have and a black guy that they deserve. As you know, we are not allowing Lazy Lois. The first is to protect your freedoms by fighting big tech and fighting for believe in law and order. And I think that you do too. Free speech cities of a civilized country away. The second is to represent the interests of the people who live here in District 21. Controversial because you know how much I hate controversy. <laughs> but I promise and I pledge to you here today that I do not work for the Republican Party leadership and elitists. Like going to Washington to make friends and I am not bought and paid for by special interests or party bosses. I am not one of them. I am one of you. My opponents, Lois Frankel, won't even take your calls unless you're a Democrat who's already aligned to her values and her interests. But my door will be open to everyone, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, or somebody who's just fed up with politics entirely. I am going to represent everyone here in Florida's 21st district, not just the people who agree with me. So whether you're thinking of voting for me or not, or even if you don't vote at all, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what's happening to you and your family. I want to hear your concerns for the future to your ideas. In November, I offer voters a straightforward choice. You can either vote for more of the same old lazy Lois and for the party of domestic terrorists from Antifa, race-baiting thugs from Black Lives Matter, and big tech tyrants who want to silence you by force, take your guns, and destroy your liberties. Or you can vote for someone propelled into politics not for personal gain, but by a moral urgency and sincerity. Someone who believes in the Bill of Rights and who will fight for it every day in Congress. We need Republicans in Congress who can meet the new challenges of the 21st century. I look forward to representing the interest of you, my constituents, in Washington. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. Thank you for nominating me to represent the Republican Party in November. And I'm going to honor the commitment to Michael, the electoral fight of her life. And then, by the grace of God, and with your help, I'm going to win. One last thing, but we have just 11 November, so we have our work cut out for us. Therefore, let me finish with a warning. 
The DCCC tonight, they know that Lois Frankel is in trouble. Lois Frankel knows that she's in trouble. Because this supposedly deep blue state that I supposedly had, you know, no way in hell of even having the uh, Republican nomination. Make no... You know what Nancy Pelosi always says, take it to the bank, right? <laughs> Lois Frankel will use her powerful army of surrogates and her bag carriers from organizations like CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, the DNC, and a galaxy of George Soros-funded activist groups. You're going to hear a lot of terrible things about me. Some of them you'll recognize from half a decade of fake news. And I'm sure that they're going to dream up some new lies about me too. But we are ready. We are acceptable. And we are not afraid. Bring it on. And I urge you in this room to remember it's subjected to a daily on I'm talking, of course, about my future constituent, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. then so I uh, like my tweet said before I was put in timeout uh, you know if you think I, I am the tip of the iceberg and the left and the deep state because all of us are that tip huh they're gonna sink so hard like the Titanic like I said we already won but we need fighters see Laura's my buddy so what I thought was maybe I could play you that clip from that show back in 2018 when I told her she was going to run and win when she was chaining herself to Twitter headquarters. So I have that all lined up for you guys so you can listen to it because this is how history is made. When you see the past proves the future all the time. So kind of close, USA, kind of close. Take a listen. Let's um, unmute this. And she has handcuffed herself to the Twitter offices in New York in protest of silencing conservative voices. Yesterday, she announced in the evening that she has joined a class action suit against all social media giants uh, by uh, that's being led by Larry Clayman. That does not mean that there isn't a separate suit just specifically for Twitter. That's just a tip. Now, let's listen to what's going on live in New York right now. The police have surrounded the building. Laura has peacefully stood there. She's got a billboard of her tweet. That supposedly was hate speech. Listen to what she's saying. Jews and Christians, deleted, you're banned. Everything that you've ever worked for is gone. Boom. With one click, you're not even allowed to use social media. So it could be any of us. It could be President Trump. I mean, hey, didn't some Twitter employee admit to... Uh, President Trump's Twitter account for like 11 minutes this past year. Even the President of the United States is being shadow banned and censored and deleted off social media. Can you believe it? In America. That's how much power Jack Dorsey has. So you need to ask yourself to the members of Congress and even President Trump if you're watching right now, do you think that it's right for these social media companies to have that much power? 
should Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg have the power to, to eradicate Jews, eradicate Christians, eradicate the president of the United States from social media simply because they disagree with your opinion? This is a conversation we all need to have. Is it okay for these social media companies to decide that you're not allowed to have an income anymore and shut down PayPal so that you're not allowed to have money? Are we supposed to be homeless? We have Dr. Jane Ruby there, and I don't know if Jane's listening. I highly doubt it because she's periscoping, but thanks for being there, Jane. I wish I could be there. I couldn't. I had previous commitments. I have been holding this a secret since I knew, um, you know, it was going to happen. I am so proud of her. She is standing there in her shirt. She's actually put on the yellow star, that infamous yellow star that the Jewish people were forced to wear by Hitler. Now, what she is saying about social media, because a lot of people be like, well, you got banned. No, it's not like that. This is a new method of communication. This is how we communicate in 2018. She had over a quarter million people following her. She had PayPal to which people would pay her to continue what she's been doing. This is her source of income as an independent journalist, not being owned by advertisers, you know, and special interests. She doesn't mind getting arrested, by the way. Uh, someone just sent me a message. She might get arrested. And I told her that you might get arrested. Let me know if you need anything, because you know what? There are millions of people out there right now cheering her on because I was banned from Twitter because I told someone abortion is murder. They didn't like that. They didn't like that. So here's the thing. Social media companies fall under something called the Communications Decency Act. There's a specific section, Section 230, that literally states because they are an open public platform to all, they cannot be held responsible for any hate speech or any crime they may, that may be committed using their platforms for communication. So basically, if ISIS plans a terror attack and they use Twitter, we can't sue Twitter because it's not Twitter's job to uh, filter their communications. Though, on the other hand, uh, Twitter, obviously, uh, in an article where I pretty much it was titled uh, Jack Dorsey lied in Congress and here's why and why he won't get prosecuted. Twitter, Facebook, both of those platforms have given open and full access to the uh, FBI and all other intelligence uh, agencies. See, I was warning you about the PSYOPs from then. So this isn't something new. And the article is there. Well, hopefully I'll get it back. So that way they can monitor for things like this, for terror attacks, plots, death threats, and for people that are actually victims of real hate speech and real cyber stalking can use, you know, through those platforms can actually obtain evidence and prosecute them in court. It's kind of like if someone was harassing you on the telephone. So the fact that right now we have these social media companies nannying means that they are acting like publishers. A publisher cannot ever in the history of forever have immunity to things that are posted. So the thing is, is which one is it? Are you a publisher slash, you know, nanny and you tell people what they can and can't post? Or are you an open platform immune to things that are on there?
Because like Laura said, in that list she has, I have, there are thousands of tweets out there that direct hate to Jewish people, that direct hate to Palestinians, that direct hate to black Americans, white Americans, whatever. But, you know, the ones that are directed to whites, uh, Jews, and what else, conservatives in general, those are allowed to live and without consequences. Michelle Malkin uh, did a great segment it's floating around on Facebook and Twitter. Follow her if you're not following her. She's a great female journalist, investigative journalist. I love her. So Michelle did a piece where she actually compared and contrasted, you know, two people that are considered to be very solid in their view. One that is a solid liberal leftist and then Laura Loomer, who has never, by the way, promoted hate speech. Anything she posts is facts. Like me and her talking about stories. She's like, well, we need to cite this. We need to make sure substantiated speech. There is no such thing as you didn't cite this. You can't find verification. You can't just say someone told me you've got to have a source when you're reporting things. So anything she puts out there is actually factual. Yet this Jong liberal was posting things like killing whites. I wish all whites died, things like that. And she was offered a blue check mark suddenly and a position writing for, you know, the preferred choice for corrupt government officials to leak the New York Times. It's only a matter of time until she's fired from there anyway. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, there's a lot of people out there right now that are like, well, Twitter's a private company. No, 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 no. Private, public, whatever. It is covered under the Communications Decency Act. They are not held responsible for anything, right, that anybody writes, and they chose to take the action as a publisher. So right now, they are liable with those actions because they are verifiable discriminatory actions as a publisher. So Laura has been provided some paperwork. I see there's a lot of people there, lots of police presence. They've even barricaded the area up. And the police are very nice to her. And I think NYPD supports Laura Loomer. I'm pretty sure they do because a lot of her fans are police. A lot of her fans are government officials. None of them will stand up and say it because she is tipping journalism on its head. It's people like Laura who have changed what a journalist is. It's someone who is not afraid to stare the truth and repeat it and say it, confront it. That's the way it should be. A lot of people tell me the stuff I say on the radio or write about will get me killed because that's not what journalists do. They just, they just take, you know, they take direction and they regurgitate. That's not the way it is. Real journalists find the facts. Real journalists spend years, months, days, maybe just minutes on a story to provide it to you because it's of interest to you. This is what this woman did. And again, we talk about free speech. What she's doing by herself, handcuffing herself to that door, is standing up for, for each and every one of us or our kids in the future or your neighbor. And she's standing up for me too because conservatives are discriminated against. Discrimination doesn't stop at skin color. It, it continues on to cultural nuances, ethnicity, uh, religion, right? Sex, gender, et cetera, et cetera. Why isn't political 
opinions or political view or political affiliation considered something that you can be discriminated against? Of course it is. In my state here in North Dakota, it's literally written into our laws for employment that you cannot be discriminated against uh, based on your political views or your political affiliation, meaning if you're a Republican or a Democrat, someone can't refuse a job because you are. But obviously, we see that in Silicon Valley, that's not the case. Um, you know, and speaking of discrimination, have you noticed that almost everyone that works for these companies is not very diverse, yet they pander diversity? But anyway, that's another story. Right now, she feels like the world has just given way under her own feet. She's been banned from Twitter. This is her livelihood. And, you know, it's going to get worse. It's going to get so bad. And this is me pulling out my crystal ball right now. You know, time traveling Tori. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to get really bad. She'll be banned everywhere. She, she might even want to go to Starbucks and they'll tell her, don't come in. That is how bad it's going to get. Banks are going to ban her. And you're going to be like, they can't do that. Watch. This is the United States of America, right? But watch it be like Venezuela. You'll be like, Tori, Venezuela, where'd that come from? We're going to be talking about that later on this month and in December because people are not paying attention. Venezuela is going to be a big topic for the first quarter of the year. Now, censorship is too. Because when we're getting closer to 2020, you know, like the president, like near Christmas, you know, like the fall and winter, you're going to have like presidential candidates on the left demanding that Twitter remove him. Insane stuff. Maybe because he says happy Halloween or he's gloating about the fact that, you know, the IG Pfizer report is going to be dropping at some point, you know, next year uh, in October and everyone's going to be freaking out. Maybe he says Merry Christmas too much and Happy Hanukkah too much and it's really annoying them. Or maybe he has two scoops of ice creams. You know, we don't know. Censorship is huge. And what you need to understand is that Laura Loomer, she's going to fix this two ways she's going to fix it. She's going to file a lawsuit and you'll be like, well, okay, let her file a lawsuit against Jack Dorsey. Whoop de doo It's not going to be against Jack Dorsey. If Time traveling Tory remembers correctly. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, it'll probably be something like a YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. And it won't be for like millions of dollars. This is going to be historic. It's going to be like billions, three to five billion. And I'll be like, hey, can I like join in? Because <laughs> I, I'd like to buy a house so that I can live right next to you so we can like hang out all the time in Washington, D.C. And you're going to be like, but she doesn't live in Washington. Guess what, guys? This woman, she's going to Congress. And I'm going with her. She is going to Congress because she is going to change the world as you know it. And you're going to be like, Tori, that's crazy. Yeah, I say a lot of things that may sound a little bit off, but, you know, maybe they'll come out. And you'll be like, oh, maybe Tori was right. This is what you have to think. The only way she gets her voice back is by becoming a public servant. Twitter will have no choice but to put her back on. And all the other platforms that will in the future remove her will indeed have to put her back on because you cannot silence a public official. That is illegal. So they're going to put her back on. And then when she's in the house, guess what? Tori's going to be the first one. Yep, I am to submit my resume that has no legal expertise <laughs> whatsoever, but I'm going to be the legislative director because you know who that is? That's the person that gets all the bills in the house 
and then looks through them and then points out stuff. Hey, this looks uh, dubious. Can you like dig into that? This looks like this uh, hidden clause, you know, kind of like you remember when Pelosi got caught with her IPOs, uh, you know, with Visa. And that's why she's a billionaire because she used like insider trading. So what they did to correct it was create the stop act and stop people in Congress from doing this. Blah. That's what the media told you. That's what they told you. Guess what? does nothing to Congress. It does everything to you and I, but nothing to Congress. It's like, because there was this little loophole. So they just get away with getting gifts of stock like Apple, Google, Facebook, you know, gifts. Guys, this is going to get nuts. 2020 is going to be nuts. You're probably going to see like 20 candidates from the Democrats. I give you not. Even though I said Andrew Yang is the one to watch. The Democrats are so dumb. They're probably going to put their money on fake Ahantas. Bernie Sanders won't even make it. He'll probably have like a few heart attacks along the way. Uh, Michelle Obama might be mulling it, right? Hillary Clinton, probably in the nth hour because nobody can stand to it. I mean, who are they going to put on there? Uh, Spartacus? Are they going to put on, you know, <laughs> Kamala Harris? You know, she said, oh, Frederico Wilson. <laughs> I mean, they're all clowns. Or wait, what about Joe Biden? Oh, my gosh. Barack Hussein Obama's best friend. Remember, he was like, oh, I'm going to announce it. Uh, in July, he said he was, I'm going to announce it. You're not going to announce crap. You got the Ukraine all over. You got China all over. You got issues with Iran. Your pockets have been lined by so many foreigners that are considered enemies. There's no way you will make it. But anyway, I digress. I want you guys to listen now as we um, follow Laura on this trip, right? Where she, you know, I knew about it. Well, let me, let me. Okay, so I'll stop it right there. See, I know, I know it sounds a little, just to show you guys, that's all archived. That was, that's what's up. So I tend, so if you actually go back from 2018, you'll see that I'll figure out what I want to do. I know a lot of, a lot of authority all my life and that I'm tired of it. That's the fact. I'm tired of it. And just like they're going to spin lies, they're going to say whatever. For me, most of my stuff is sealed under, well, this is all I could do. Yeah. I talked about Turkey, Eastern Mediterranean, told you before anybody probably even knew where it was on the map. So the bottom line is <laughs> I already knew this morning. I texted her this morning. I said, congratulations, Congressman Laura Loomer. She's like, oh my gosh, she was just interested to find out how Millie is. I want all this drama. I was like, are you serious? But I will be there when she wins. This woman, a lot of hate. Everyone always pushed her away. Watch them flock. Watch all those reporters in the blue check marks that ignored her and would send like, everyone will flock. But she already, women, no offense to the men. Man, you know, forget. I mean, we could be docile. My daughter today, and the thing is, you can't, you can't be angry because someone isn't smart enough or spiritually evolved enough to understand what forgiveness is. I'm struck for something more horrific. I, any relations. What we have to do is understand that they're just not, they just, they just have, uh, you know, uh, self-preservation mode. And only quality I hate about human beings. That's why I don't like people. That's why I don't like hanging out. I can count my friends on one hand. Commit yourself to someone. You walk through fire for them because you know they will walk through fire for you. And that's always the way it is. Self-preservation is disgusting. And that's one thing that Laura Lou self-preservation is not her thing. And so wait, did you see it?
She said it because that's the best darn speech ever. So see how everything I've been talking about is simply on point. Oh, on on me. And this is probably why I remembered it wrong. Mind, you know, pushing everything online because see, that's the way I remembered it as a conspiracy uh, in my mind to make every work telecommute. It was probably because of COVID because what we see is we're living Andrew Yang's wet dream right now, right? Stay home, order things online, have things automated, work from home. So that's probably why I even placed a bet. I bet on Andrew Yang because that is what I was thinking because I remembered, I remembered that everyone was telecommuting and stuff like that. Do as much, but you know, he was the one that I was watching and now I understand why in that, that we were going to be going online everywhere. I mean, I, 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 the Xbox, right? Cause I wanted to troll chats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they still use it. I mean, that's so dumb. My um the controller broke. So we needed one. I went to GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, Target. They had nothing. Not even video games. They just had like pictures and they were like, "Yeah, you order it online." What the heck, right? So you know, and I know I have more friends. I know. I'm just saying like, you know, I, I'll tell you three days that, that, that my friend was, you know, in, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even sleep. I couldn't even eat. I'm still, you know, uh, sick over it, but I just wanted to say, you can find all my shows. They're on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, whatever podcast. It's called the Tory Says Show. If you go to Simplecast, you can find it. My website should be up shortly. I, I, I got my, uh, I got a server with people that don't ban conservatives. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more expensive, but you know, uh, hopefully, you know, my ads will pay for it. I mean, I do get Google ads like about a hundred dollars, so that should cover it. Um, uh, it, it won't cover off. You know what I mean? So uh, hopefully I can get all my uh, articles back. If not, it's going to be a painstaking thing to go into the Wayback machine and put them and copy and paste. So it's going to be uh, such a pain, but I will try to get to that this weekend. Hopefully I'll have a placeholder. Cause right now when you were going to Tori says it would take you to Twitch. So now I've shifted it and it's not going anywhere. Um, cause I'm waiting to see if I can get those files back. Uh, so uh, today's, uh, you know, evening show, I'm kind of tickled to see what time I want to put it. I was thinking like five or six, but tomorrow I'll still do it 12 to two. Cause people are still not sure, you know, not a lot of people know that I'm no longer on red state. So they'll be looking anyway. And, um, you know, too bad. Uh, <laughs> it's always, it's always best. You know, I didn't see that one coming. And that's probably because the devil puts his foot somewhere or it's because it's with me. See, if I could predict for myself, it would be great, right? It would be so great if I could see. So I can't get lottery numbers. Can't do that. That's not how it works. So <laughs> I'll always be on Twitch. Um, and I'll try to upload this on uh, YouTube. You can hear the whole episode from November 28th, which I purposely recorded from the radio, put some graphics and stuff and try to make it snazzy, whatever, and put it up there. I only put two episodes because they were important. I just wanted you guys to see them, whatever. So, and they were sitting there for over a year, right? Just these two episodes. Um, my first episode that was pre-recorded because I was scared to record, I'm going to release 
on November 5th, because I've always said, remember, remember, the 5th of November, even though we have elections on the 3rd, wait till you see what happens on the 5th. So, <laughs> so um, on that note, it's pretty exciting that we have Laura Loomer and we had other candidates in Florida as well who were told they weren't going to win, win. And we see that the people that conservative channels were thumping the other candidates, but not Laura Loomer, got absolutely 0%, right, compared to what she got. So what's important is that we should be contributing $5, $10, whatever we have to these types of candidates, not status quo, these kind of candidates. That's how we do it. And, um, you know, when you send it to Laura Loomer, if you do, uh, you know, just just think she's really going to change the world. I told you that before she she didn't even know she was running. Then she was busy handcuffing herself to the wall. And I told her at Christmas, you know, she was devastated. We both joined Parlor then. Right. Uh, in 2018, I still haven't been verified. Like, you know, she's so busy. It's not like she could send me the email so I could get that done or whatever. But she um she got on parlor. I got on with her. That's how I started the parlor with her. And, you know, I, I, I put it together and she was devastated because she wasn't allowed to have income. And like I said, she was then banned from banks and Uber and Lyft and you name it because she was the one that was chosen to do that work. Why not chosen like selected, but man, we have to grow some cojones. We've got to stand for something or fall for anything. We need to unite and be loud. I mean, even General Flynn told us that. You can't just sit back and relax and things are going to happen. Listen, if you can't do anything in your area, you know, if you can't do any, I don't know, ask Red State, if you can't do anything in your area, then support those that can. Because then we continue the fight all together. We must band together because like I said, after the, the first goal is let's get these elections done. We need president Trump in office. We need to throw full support and we need to be able to understand what we're really up against. And hopefully Shadowgate did that. And just to clarify, because there was a troll in the room while she was on Alex Jones clearly agreed with USA today, which shocked me. So when I see uh, Alex Jones and I don't know who's advising him because I, I, I really can't believe it. This guy has kept me company for, for decades. Uh, I love listening to him. I love his acting and, you know, because actors act right. But you always have to look for the good in people. I'm shocked. Like, did they just align with the left? Right? Like, did you ever think there would be a day that they would align with the left? And when I saw what was happening, uh, probably because I was so tired you know, it didn't dawn to me till I saw the article. I was like, why would you, why would Roger Stone pull his appeal? And I'm like, oh my gosh, the stuff that Alex was saying that nobody else saw, because you guys saw the interview with Bergie. You've seen the movie, right? You saw the interview with Stone. None of that stuff was said. He was making that up or someone was telling it to him. I think he's the reason that happened. And you know, Roger Stone is incredible. I feel devastated devastated because they annihilated him. They annihilated him financially. That's what they do. They come at you. I was, I, I was crushed. And then my whole life fell apart and I was crushed, man. I'm still here though. I'm still standing. And do you know why? Cause I have faith in humanity. I have faith in truth. And no matter what people throw at you, you just got to stand up. You know, when people would come at me with Laura, she's this, I'm like, dude, I know the chick. What are you talking about? Like, are you insane? It's like people coming 
you know, to you to tell you who your friends are. And you're just like, excuse me, who are you again? What made you an expert? Please explain. It's like, you know, we have all these experts on social media and you're like, where are you coming from? Oh, I saw this dude. How do you know it's real? Like, you know, I had some people like tell me like some really severe stuff. Like, oh, there's, there was this troll saying things. I'm like, dude, I had hit pieces done by huge organizations. If that was actually real, they would have published it. But because they're huge organizations, they know if you say or publish anything like that, you're liable to a big fat lawsuit. So they didn't because they did a huge hit me on me. Like, what was it last year? And it's like, what is going on here? Like, are people insane? No, they don't care. They really don't care. Uh, so have faith in humanity. Pray, pray. And, you know, follow your true north and don't let people bash down on. But when you see someone being nasty and they jump in, get out of there. You don't need that negativity. You don't need that in your space. You don't even need to block. I haven't even blocked trolls. Right? You know, I don't. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't have time for that. So just to decorate it, because people were saying, I, I think one of my friends that served with me in the Navy is in here, too. I had someone saying that I didn't. And it's like he had this fake thing done so i had someone make a fake one of him and say oh then i guess you've got this like what the heck like who are these people but they're gonna come and watch them come for laura even harder they're gonna make stuff up uh, stuff up if they can't find it and for laura it's hard she's got more of a documented life for me it's not i was always in the shadows so they can make whatever they want up so i just gotta have faith and uh, you know that's the way it is gotta have faith so today was a win for America because she won. That's the way it is. She won. She's going to win. <laughs> and we need more people like that in the office. But I hope that, that her speech inspired you to stand strong, to stand up and stand for something. So on that note, God bless everyone. Damn, it's 11 o'clock. Good night. Much love to everyone. Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? They tell you, believe in me, I'm with the command. Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you?